You ever have that favorite movie that you find a way to work a quote into a conversation or you answer only with movie quotes? You have a buddy that you can have an entire conversation with nothing but movie quotes? Does watching a movie remind you of a certain time or place in your life? Well then, this is for you. If you said no, well then, wow. You need to start living or being a little more honest with yourself. Anyhow, sit back and enjoy if you think you hate it now. Hey man, that's just your opinion and stuff, man. <laughs> I know I'm paraphrasing here, but come on. I mean, that's one of the greatest lines ever come out. It just, of big that Lebowski. does tie the room together. I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, and that that's a line that will be used forever by everybody. You know, I mean, just you, you lose something in the room and it's like, damn it, it really tied the room together. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, all I, Hey, what do you think about that? Would it tie the room together? Uh, I don't know if it could, but it, it might. It's just, <laughs> It's spun off into so many different directions. That's the well, thing about it, really. This film is one of those that the first time I watched it, I didn't get it. I was young. You know, my, my, uh, I don't know, all my senses, I guess, weren't really developed yet, you know, but. Well, it's or you could going. just say, yeah, you could just say I wasn't uh, mature enough to figure it out. You weren't, I don't think anybody was ready, really ready for it. No. Uh, and it took watching it a few times. Definitely. Also, I want to add here, in honor, since I, you know, when we did Super Troopers, in honor of that, I shaved my goatee <laughs> off and left a mustache. So in honor of the big Lebowski, I've got my yellow lensed aviators on for Walter. It's, it's <laughs> glorious. That's glorious. I was yeah. going to say, yes, yeah, welcome to the big Lebowski. And, and now I'm going to try to think of uh, our next movie. I'll have to try to see how I can guide your your physical appearance to match the movie again. Let's see what we this come is, up with. Yeah. This is going to get really ugly really hey, quick. Let's do Forrest Gump. All right, Lieutenant Dan, let's, let's see what you got now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I the mean, Lebowski, but... dude. Uh, I don't think anybody, I don't, even the actors, I don't think, really got it the first time they, they read it or they did it. I don't well, think so. The first few times I watched it, I actually thought Donnie was just in their imagination. That's a you know, and, very and, popular theory. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then later on you go, No, no, Donnie was real. But and and somewhere in the bonus features, they were saying in there when they scattered Donnie's ashes that the wind was not supposed to draft <laughs> it back towards them. <laughs> that was a complete mistake. And, and they just rolled with it. And and Jeff Bridges did such a good job of just standing there like Everybody's been that pissed at their buddy before. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just stand there and like, as soon as you see this, you're going to know exactly how mad I am. And he turns <laughs> around and he's like, oh shit, sorry, dude. You know, and he's just like, God damn it, Walter. You know, why is everything but, such a goddamn travesty with you? You know, it's well, just like. <laughs> and things, things you don't expect as with all Coen Brother movies. But here, you know, you get the opening monologue from Sam Elliott. So random. I didn't see that one coming. And Absolutely. he kind of sets everything up. In a way, it kind of reminds me of the balladeer from the Dukes of Hazard. Hey, absolutely, uh, you know, right that's there. The, that's a weird thing. And like, even, and we're going to skip around like we always do. But like, like he he comes into the movie itself. Like they have their interaction, Sam Elliott and and yeah, the dude. It's and almost like, like one oh, of the dream sequences. That's even stranger. Like a couple times, like he rolls in and 
and he's there. So like, not only is it like the over, the over voice, you know, and in the beginning, you're like, okay, here's the guy, here's our, here's our journey. Yeah. And then he's sitting right there. Yeah. Then he's sitting there. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah. And and then we have, I don't know why I find this so funny. Him writing the check for sixty nine cents for some half and half, dude. It just that kind of already sets, opened. It sets the tone for the dude. Yeah, he like looks around and like, it's yeah. He's writing the check and he's got half and half on his mustache. Yeah, <laughs> glasses down. He's like the laziest of all people in Los Angeles or whatever. Uh, whatever Sam says, says, yeah, you know. But yeah, it's like that was like the peak of his day was well, to go the, to Ralph's and get some half and half. And the second. <laughs> The second thing that sets up who this guy is and what a cool character he is, is as soon as he walks in his apartment and the two guys grab him and shove his head into the toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's the money, Lebowski? <laughs> well, you might want to put my head down there I so I can look again. It's in there somewhere. Let me, let me take another look. Because you know? <laughs> like, like, you don't know. Like He comes home from getting half and half. or oh, He's coming home from bowling, obviously, yeah. And these dudes are roughing him up and like, where's the money? And looking around the house, like, wait a minute. He's like, my wife. And you're like, and that like, you're taking that same journey. Like, what the? That's There's, not the right guy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> this can't be the right guy. I like where he, he didn't let go of the bowling ball when they took him down the hallway. And crashed just knocked the doorway. The door <laughs> and then the guy takes it out. Like, you know, just, the dude fishes into the shitter, gets his sunglasses, puts them back on, you know, because, like, why not? He's already, he's already been in there, you know. And then, what's this thing? Obviously, you're not a golfer. You know, that's... That is one of my favorite lines of all time. We say that playing golf all the time. But, like, <laughs> but if somebody picks up, like, the wrong wrench or anything, like, obviously, you're not a golfer is the yeah. statement I give people. What's no, this? Like, it just totally that. confuses them, you know. I used that just the other night when my when my nephew was here. He asked what something was. I said, "Well, obviously you're not a golfer." <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be like a skillet or a wrench or a set of car uh-huh. keys. It doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. yeah, I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's it is just like I said among my favorite lines of all time. Oh, the, yeah. If you talk about a movie that's just I've sort of intertwined myself into, like. Uh, I think even for the longest time, thinking back on my Facebook, it just said the Micah abides. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, for said. a long time. Yeah, forever. Just for a long time. I lo- and I love when they leave and they threaten him. And he's like, well, at least I'm housebroken. Yeah, exactly. Another line I use. <laughs> oh, I'm housebroken. It would, when the other guys come back, hey, th- hey, this is a residence, man. This is a private <laughs> residence, man. <laughs> just for the nihilist, yeah. <laughs> Now, okay, the nihilist, the, the lead uh, oh. the lead guy there. I don't know if you remember, it was like 2003, 2004, roughly. That guy did the Volkswagen commercials where they would, you know, take the Honda with the wing and swing the, the wrecking ball at it. Oh, yeah, so that guy's hunting. been... Now it is time to unpimp the auto. And he was the crazy it. dude in Armageddon. He was the, the Soviet... Uh... Yeah, that guy's been everywhere. Russian space station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the guy's spraying the shoes out. You know, I love bowling, but my God, bowling shoes are disgusting. <laughs> That's what everybody says. It's like, hey, I'm no medical expert. Has anybody tried that bowling shoe shit on the COVID? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, so, we're at the bowling alley, so we finally oh. get introduced to Walter and Donnie. Now, before we go further, we have, I got to tell this story. We got to take an off ramp here. So, you know, I, I 
go to all the cruise nights and everything else, you know, with all the other car guys, there's an older fellow who shows up and he really, really desperately wants to be in our club, which we don't have a club. It's just a bunch of guys that hang together. Yeah. His name is Donnie and he doesn't know anything and he talks out his ass and he is constantly referred to as shut the fuck up, Donnie. Naturally. Every time you see him, oh, shut the fuck up, Donnie's here. You have no choice. Yeah, every single time. And, and it's been a rolling joke for 15 years now. <laughs> you know, and, oh. and, and Greg even got him good one night because Donnie's over talking about this new engine he's going to build for his 56 yeah. Chevy, which doesn't need a new engine. It actually runs perfectly. But he want, you know, he's watched American Graffiti way too many times. <laughs> and he's over here. And actually, Greg just at that moment goes, Donnie, you're out of your fucking element. No, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> he just looks at him like, what? Well, exactly. He doesn't even get it, which is the other part. Which is the funnier part, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, is there three more diametrically opposed characters anywhere than the dude, Walter, and uh, Donnie? Just, I think the only thing they have in common is they're just rejects from everywhere else. You I know, think so. It's sort Nobody of... else will have them. Yeah, and, and something that, um, a couple things. So when you talk about Donnie being like a figment of Walter's imagination or whatever, and I, I'd never really, I'd heard that a lot, and I was like, ah, that's bullshit. And then I was watching this again, and I noticed like something that really struck me as odd is the other bowling teams all seem to be two people. Yeah. And there's apparently is three, or there's a weird, you know, maybe they just bring everybody because of the rotation, and and you never see the dude bowl. No, you really, really don't. close. He gets really close. He's all stretched yeah. out doing his thing, but he never rolls. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And it's, you know, it's just those little subtleties that you notice. You know, it's like when he's looking at the uh, Time Magazine mirror and he's looking yeah. at it, you know, like, <laughs> hmm, I like this. Oh, you know, so this for everybody really who hasn't, seen this movie i feel bad for you for one two you're gonna have to give it a couple times but it's uh you know it's about mistaken identity really uh there's a rich guy named lebowski and the dude and the rich guy's wife owes money and is running around and the guys trying to collect the money are obviously idiots because they're waiting for the dude in his little crap shack and uh you know they pee on his rug man before they leave after they rough him up in the shitter and that's it, kind it of all what sparks it all the centers, whole... Yeah, it all centers around the pissing on the rug. Yeah, that's what starts it really is the guy, Wang, I think he says his name is, uh, pees on the rug when the other guy's talking about being a golfer. <laughs> and yeah. then they leave. Like, thanks a lot, man. They're like, they're pissed at him for being the wrong guy, which I always find hilarious. Like, thanks a lot, man. And then they walk out of his house. Yeah, like, like he's well, at least he has inconvenience. <laughs> he has inconvenience them. Exactly. Like <laughs> And oh how stupid God. are you? Like, they're going after a millionaire. And I, I don't know where he lives exactly, but it's like a little, like literally like a one-room shack almost. Um, tiny little place. The door opens outward, which is just weird. Um, you know, so anybody who would like pull out there and be like, yeah, that's not where a millionaire lives. So we're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I just can't get good help. One, you know, one would think that. And I'm looking oh. right now on IM, IMDB. And uh, my God, I got to take these yellow glasses off. It's actually <laughs> starting to affect eyes. my eyes. Yeah. It's one thing when I'm not at the range shooting, it's but totally here, different. Yeah. Here, yeah. You're just casually wearing them. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I guess it's a lot about more, Walter. It'd be more effective if we were doing this via Zoom so everybody could see. 
Well, I think it puts you in a state of mind, too, which is good. Well, it definitely does. But I had to look up uh, the Big Lebowski himself, David Huddleston. For some oh, reason, yeah. I had it in my mind that that was Charles Durning. Uh, oh, don't no. ask me why. They, they kind well, of look and they sound alike a little bit. And they're obviously yeah. portly, uh, aged gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very politically correct way of putting it. I like Thank that. You. Thank uh-huh. you. I try I try to weave one of those at least once every day in my conversation. So That's I got good. that you shit off the list. Yeah, yeah you Check. got that going yeah. for you, which is nice. <laughs> Jesus, we're putting Caddyshack references into the Big Lebowski, but that's it's gonna how happen. we. It's gonna that happen. is how we roll. If I'm speaking, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the deal, man. So yeah, it gets in the office, you know, of the big Lebowski and, and it's it's almost like an instant ass chewing for even existing with the same name. Oh, it's the best. You it's know, you're best. wasting my time. I yeah. I have achieving to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he loves to talk about his achievements. I have achieving to do. Oh my god, that's a great t shirt or something. Then I just use that on my email signature. I have I achieving so. to do. <laughs> yes. Let's keep this to a minimum. I have achieving to do. I have do. achieving to do. This, that's not even a line in the movie. And no, it's not, but it, it should be. It should be somewhere. I'm going to use that. People are going to like it. Well, because yeah. he's, I mean, that's the central of the big Lebowski. His central thing is achievement. Yeah, you're a slacker. Am, you don't even know what a job, sir. You know, Par is dead in glass. You know, like he's just, yeah. he's just railing on him the entire time. And oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, takes his glasses out, puts them on. But I love, absolutely love when he walks out. I said, take whatever rug I want. Yeah, the old man said, take it out. Oh, okay, Brant. Brant is Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, you know, looking was, back. You're was like, a what fantastic a actor of an actor in this role. But he just, he just completely nails it. It is well, so good. I think if he's willing to take on something this lightweight, it really shows probably how much respect he has for the Coen brothers. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I think, I think uh, I, you notice a lot of people work with them over and and over, you know, both John Goodman and Steve Buscemi have been in numerous things. Oh, yeah. And both of them, I think they got their some of their first roles were with the Coens. Like John Goodman was in Raising Arizona, and he, that had oh, to be one of his first we roles and one of the better ones. got to cover Raising Arizona. <laughs> oh, dude. I love that show. <laughs> we about wore that VHS out when we were in college. <laughs> just I start hearing that song and I start laughing. There's just no, no way around it. Which, oh, yeah. Now, you know, that's good, because that might actually clear my head out, getting that song stuck in my head, because I've had Roll On Mississippi stuck in my head all day, which yeah, there are that. worse songs. <laughs> There's got to be a couple. Yeah, but it's pretty rare I get a Charlie Pride song <laughs> stuck in my head. Anyhow, back on topic, oh. we get now introduced to the lovely Tara Reed. Oh, you're just going to go find me a cash machine. I don't know how many thousand times I've uttered that. That's so many. I'm just going to go find a cash machine. Yeah. 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 The Miss, Miss Lebowski. Oh, she keeps us so entertained, you know. <laughs> she keeps us so entertained. Yeah. Brad's face. He can't watch, like, though. Yeah, exactly. You're costing him 100. Yeah. Costing him 100 if he does. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to Tara Reid? I want to know that because she's she's our age. She's not old. No, no, I think she just burned out, which is too bad because she was pretty shiny. Um, yeah, she was a very cute girl, had a very distinctive voice. Yeah, you know everything about her was just about right. Affirmative. Yeah, uh-huh. it was American Pie. I forgot about it. she was American Pie. Yeah, that was, oh, she was hilarious in that. That was great. Yeah. Uh, which is like right after Lebowski. So, but yeah, I really liked her. I thought, you know, she obviously wasn't like 
she's not winning no Oscars and shit, but she she was entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then Walter shows up at the bowling alley with the the Yorkie, which he thinks yeah. is a Pomeranian. And that dog is intertwined with him through the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what I love about the dog, because there's no reason to have this dog here. There's no reason whatsoever, and yet, once it's there, it's there. Oh, and then I just love his, you know, I'm not, taking, I'm not fucking bringing it shoes. I'm not, it's not taking your fucking turn, dude. You know, it's like... <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Kurt Hendricks, he, he can do that whole scene like impeccably. Uh, he just channels Walter in that role, and it just slays me every well, time when he does it. We all have that one friend like Walter who's just ready to pop his cork at any given moment. Uh, yeah, and he's just looking for a, a reason. And I saw a brief uh, interview with John Goodman once, and he's like, you know, even in, in my mind, too, like, Walter, Walter really wasn't in the shit in Nam. Like, he was in the rear with the He gear, was in like, the motor pool, yeah. Yeah, he was like a faker kind of guy, you know, like, because he's like, nobody that's been there really talks about it that much. And I was like, ah, that's a great point. <laughs> it's a fantastic point. And, and you notice in all those interactions, you know, when Donnie speaks up, he never speaks to the dude. Really? No, he's always speaking, and Walter has to stop him and correct. You know, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Yeah, my Are God, yeah. What a <laughs> hey, those are some good burgers. <laughs> you know, and the walrus, the up, Donnie. I'm, yeah, and the walrus. Just... Well, you just have a, you get a sense of just, there's something surreal happening there. Now, yeah. whether it is, whether it isn't, and that's what I love about Coen Brothers movies. They don't really spell it out for you. No. You have to come to your own I, I conclusion. I think that's why people at first maybe don't like him or don't grasp it unless they know, like, oh, this, this is a Cohen. I'm going to have to put some extra effort. But if you just stroll up cold and watch this movie, you're like, what in the holy hell is this well, all about? They're not intellectually shallow movies. Let's no. put it that way. They're, they're actually, they, they take some thought. Yeah, it's it's not like watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> well, and yeah, and the 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 dialogue is, is by far one of my favorite parts of a Cohen. The story's great. The dialogue, like when Lebowski meets Maud, and their conversation is absolutely hilarious. No, neither one of them laugh, but I am cracking up. Yeah, everybody when, who's watching it, and, and you know, there has to be outtakes of the two of them absolutely losing it. Yeah. Um, the only, I mean, the only complaint I have about that whole interaction is nobody wants to see Julianne more naked. No, thank God it was from a distance. Yeah. Like, you know, like it wasn't yeah, like that's just not... it was, oh. it was a way. Uh, I just threw up a little. Yeah, it's okay. I have one eye I can't see out of. The other one's getting blurry. But I'll think of, all right, let me go to uh, log jamming and bunny. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he's like. Like oh. when me and McDave, if we watch a movie and, or even if we just want to like casually mention a porn, you just say, "Oh yeah, I'm here to fix the cobble. I'll fix on a cobble." You know, that's yeah, that's the quote for where or else like porno or that uh -huh. would be great. That's the oh, fix on a cobble. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And now you know. Now we hit a point. I, I am going a little bit chronologically, just because you kind of have to. It helps, it, especially some, with this yeah. movie, because, like, you know, yeah. So, because you jump around so much, but we've got over the line. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Smokey. <laughs> I like that because he's this right in the middle of conversation, too. And, and all the way, by the way, dude, over the line. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. And 
Then comes John with his 1911, mm-hmm. and he is not practicing any trigger control whatsoever. No, not at all. <laughs> no, no discipline at all. In fact, you yeah. might argue he's got his finger in on that just a bit too far. It's um, again probably a guy who wasn't in the field. For sure, yeah, yeah, you can see that. But um, God, that scene is hilarious. Market a zero, Smokey. Yeah. yeah, the poor guy just like maybe gets it. And the thing is. They don't show us. We don't know if he fouled and put his foot over the line or not. No. We just see him roll. We have no and idea. And Walter go guano. And so that's the other thing is like, you don't know. <laughs> the he's, two he's... of them calmly sitting in the car when the cops show up, too. No, yeah. So you can see him. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. Calmer you you know, whatever. can't do that to Smokey. He's got Calmer mental you, man. problems, yeah. man. <laughs> cops rolling up, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, I like how to do sheer that. insanity. So the dude gets back to his house and he's laying on the rug he took from the Big Lebowski's house and he's listening to his Walkman that like sounds of bowling. It's like, you know, the, the, the finals from 89 or whatever. And he's well, and it, right so before cool. that scene starts when he's stretching at his yeah. bar and he's got <laughs> the framed picture of Richard Nixon bowling. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Like, he's like the dude. He's like the classic anti-establishment hippie dude when you hear him talk about stuff yeah and yet nixon yeah, he's got dick nixon bowling it's, it's so i mean random. talk about a dichotomy of you know so different... like, we gotta hang this yeah we have to go with this oh whoever was a set designer was brilliant on there even like the little you know cottage <laughs> complex where he lives these are like 1950s yeah very <laughs> typical 50s cottages yes his little you know tiki bar you know, that's about Actually, six inches wide. If, <laughs> if you remember my house in Corvallis when I was going to school, the house that the ex-wife and I had there mm-hmm. basically was like that. It's like yeah. a 900 square foot built in the late 1940s home. Yeah, absolutely. It, very, very similar in all respects. So, so you know, there's a sense of familiarity as I watch it Definitely. with his with his home. Yeah. And the landlord. The landlord's yeah. so funny. And everything can go so right for the guy. When he gets called back in, finds out Bunny has been kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything can go so right. But then Walter shows up. <laughs> yeah. They want him to be the drop man to get Bunny's been kidnapped. Million dollar bond. Want him to be the, you know, the drop man. And I love that because he's like, well, why me, dude? And they have like such the great answer. Like, well, these might be the guys that matriculated or whatever. on your one of these. Not matriculated, but whatever. You're needed on your rug. Yeah, but I can't remember what the, the big the soil your said, rug, whatever the word he said was pretty funny. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, I oh, just okay, finally, like, well, yeah, that makes actually that makes sense from a story point of view. Like, they might be the same people, and the dude could identify them because you're yeah. like, why would they do it otherwise? Otherwise, that's a completely nonsensical plot line, yeah. But exactly. the way the way you know, that's why everything had to be set up the way it was set up coming this far in. And in case you haven't noticed, we're actually using less lines out of this movie than we are breaking it down but this is one of those where you don't have ten thousand lines like you do from caddyshack it's a thinking man's movie well yeah and And that's what makes it fun because the more you watch it the more you gather from it the lines i do have though are probably some of the more heavily used oh solid solid for me for sure you know and a good day to you sir that uh Hell, I start most of my emails now with good day. Like, that's just my voicemail says good day. Good day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's where it comes from. It, part of it is from Doug and Bob and Strange Brew, but uh, that is just, that's just good day. But when he rolls out of the house, and a good day to you, sir. 
That's... Yeah. And Strange Brew <laughs> will have to be covered at some point. Very good point, yes. If if nothing else, just for the steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> we need a straight jacket? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Anyhow, on topic, though, I mean, this. everything in this is just so rich, not just to hear, but to watch, too. There's so much detail throughout the entire film. I don't know how much time it took them to design these sets, but good Lord. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, they're at the bowling alley. He's talking about, yeah, I get, I get the money and I got this paper and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then he's the one, the dude kind of comes up with the fact like, well, I don't think, I think Bunny kidnapped herself. And then Walter instantly like takes a left. He's just like, oh, that fucking bitch. Like takes it just, over. Like he, you're like, Dude, he down. will take anything dude says to the uh-huh. next level. Yeah, and he was like, they were all this chill. And then, like, this is going to be a standard drop of the money. And then the dude mentions, I think she kidnapped herself. I think, you know, I think it's just a scam. And then Walter just, Whoop! it's just funny to watch his instant shift. Like, just completely yes. <laughs> turns it on. Yes. And right, you know, again, it jumps from one thing to another. So at this point, they do their agreement on what to do, you know, get the next scene, you get to the bowling alley. And the first thing you see is John Turturro's purple <laughs> shoes Jesus. and his the purple socks. Yeah. The Jesus and his purple socks. He's pulling up. And then you get the flamenco hotel, California playing, which now I kind of like, I gotta be honest with you. I, I like the version. I gotta admit, I do like it, but in the extra features, it even said in there, the part where he licks the bowling ball, he just did it. He just did it. It, it like, wasn't in the script. It wasn't put in there at all. He just no. went, oh, I should do this. It became and, legendary, too, on, on, the, on the set amongst everybody who's in the movie. Like, that's their, that's their moment, like, when John licked the bowling ball. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I so. also enjoyed where they take a sidebar and show him having to go and knock on doors and tell oh. everybody he's a sex offender. Eight years, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> no, he's a pervert, dude. Yeah. Exposing himself to eight years old Pinterat. Yeah. And like, of course, the first story walks, you know, knocks on it's like, like the last dude you'd ever want to meet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, funny. This guy is so over the top flamboyant. It's not even, it's, uh, it's brilliant, actually. Yes. Because he really, his character adds nothing to the movie except just a little color here. That's it. Like, there's no importance to the character whatsoever. No, he never circles back. Like, most everybody else, there's a, there's a, a way they come back into the story significantly. You know, they have their other interaction about uh, pull the trigger until it goes click. But that still doesn't really have any impact on the movie as far as direct character. And yeah. I love that that interaction right there because John Goodman just sits there and looks at him like, yeah. sure. <laughs> Donnie's like cross-eyed. The dude's like, what? Goodman's like whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, and we have that wonderful little dance when he does the yes, the strike. That's the move. That guy took a marginal sideline character and made it into somebody you don't forget. I think he actually did another, like Totoro did a movie on. I might have been on Netflix even about the Jesus. Oh, jeez. I, that I think has I to remember, be hilarious. I remember seeing somewhere that, that uh, yeah, he he, he kind of kept going with that and did a whole other. Yeah, it's called that, the Jesus Rolls. Yeah, I've not well, seen now, it yet. Now we yeah. have now we have my one of my favorite lines. Well, that's like your opinion, man. <laughs> it's the best, dude. 
Did I use up that the before? Dude, you know, somebody's somebody's going off, you know, off the rails or talking politics. Yeah. And just be like, well, that's like your opinion, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. It just like <laughs> you can't get around it because it's so true for one, and it's just something. It's just so the dude. Like, yeah, it's just oh, like yeah. your opinion and stuff, man. So. I wonder how long it took Jeff Bridges to grow his hair out for that. And the reason I wonder that is we just came through lockdown here, um, as you're well aware. And I didn't get a haircut for like a month prior to lockdown. Yeah. So, you know, it was, my hair was so dang long. It was, it was nearly as long as his. Yeah. But not quite, you know, it was maybe an inch shorter. But that took a long time. Well, and I, I got a big, if, thick, full head of hair. If my hair looked that cool when it got long, though, if it actually got long instead of just got like a spongy fro thing, I'd, I'd probably have it like that as much as I like short hair. But if I could have the dude's hair where it like would just get long, I'd probably be all over it, too. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. I just didn't enjoy it when it would fall down in my eyes. Yeah, there is that. And, you know, you just need some of those dude hair clip things, you know. <laughs> I think but I once a guy so. starts doing hair clips, you've crossed the line in my opinion. So I you know, I'm kinda with you unless you happen to be the dude. The dude, yeah. But I think a ball cap does a good job, but yeah, I think See, uh, and I, I, I think awesome we, that way. And I think we need to discuss the dude's car. <laughs> the seventy two Torino four door. Well that son of a bitch the dumpster. I lose it every time. <laughs> I absolutely even, lose it. Even when it hits the power pole off the bridge. It's pretty good, but when it, the the front end comes off the ground when it hits that dumpster, <laughs> and that dumpster goes over, and I just I can I can't hold it. I just can't hold it together. I absolutely lose it. Yeah, and, and now that Jesus is speaking to them <laughs> and <laughs> letting them know what it's all about. <laughs> well, and he has a big obsession with butt sex. Yes, he's just <laughs> obsessed and queer, just crazy Every- weird all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, everything about him is wrong, yeah. right down to his cocaine pinky nail. <laughs> exactly, and that, that over-the-top bowling brace thing, you know, like just yeah. everything. Hairnet, he just nails it though, because obviously yeah. we're talking about him in this movie. And you're like to stand out in this movie says something. Yes, and and then you've got the dream sequences, which I love because they don't really. <laughs> They don't explain anything. No, they don't all. really do much. They're just weird, bizarre dreams. It's just a way to get when the he dude gets, from one place to the next. <laughs> when he gets his bell rung, you know, he winds up. But they're fun. Like you're watching, you know, he gets sucked into the bowling ball, and now you're watching the, the ball roll oh, great inside, I love that. which like, is great. This is awesome. And then, and then the second dream sequence where, you know, he's dancing along to what condition my condition oh, yeah. is in. Great song. Which... I got to give you credit for sending the video of that to me on the morning that Kenny Rogers passed away. You're welcome. It seemed only appropriate. Yeah. Yes. First edition before <laughs> anybody knew who Kenny was, he had a big hit. Yeah. And that's a great song. It's too. a groovy song. It really is. It just it kind of gets you in a mood, you know, like, mood to move. Like, far out, say. man. Far out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, Walter shows up to drive. Yeah. They're going to go on the, with, they get the call oh, for the drop. Yeah. A bag full of his underwear. <laughs> What's he call it? The ringer. Take the ringer. Scoot yeah, over. the ringer. Take the ringer. He's got his army jacket and his and his green bandana on. And the, and the the brown paper package. You know, like I don't know why it's all wrapped up like it's shipping something cross country. Like, yeah, and that's and you can forgive you can forgive this because it's a comedy, 
where he drops it and it starts, you know, oh, shooting yeah. on its own. Yeah, it would... You can forgive it because it's a comedy, but how many action movies have you seen where they drop the gun and all of a sudden it just rapid fires the entire magazine? Of course, knowing, like, knowing Walter's skill level, he, maybe he tried to, you know, fix the Uzi <laughs> at some time and just completely hosed it up. And maybe, you know, um, it's feasible if, if it's in Walter's possession, I think. But yeah, it, it would not go off. Especially if it was all wrapped up in a freaking brown paper bag. But yeah, yeah, I love the... The 15 MPH dude rolling out like, <laughs> yeah, rolling out. But I mean, I remember in, um, and again, this is a comedy, so you can forgive it. But even in True Lies, when Jamie Lee, Curtis oh, yes, drops that's, the, that's what I was thinking. Drops the, the Uzi, rolling yeah, down it, the stairs, yeah, kills it, rolling down the stairs, yeah, like, shooting on its own. Hmm. Like, oh, no wonder people think that guns <laughs> yeah, kill people, exactly. not people behind the guns. <laughs> drop it and it levels a room, or in this case. Spins around, hits a car, makes it go into the telephone yeah. pole. Yeah. So they try to pull off the ringer. They throw the, the bag over. Walter's great and plan is I'm just going to jump out and grab one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then into the power pole. Yeah. 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 So Walter's we, all scuffed we, up and the cars hit the power pole and the guy, the bad guys got the, you know, the fake the bag and they, got, they take off on they the motorcycles the underwear. the other direction. Yeah, it was a complete bust. <laughs> and then they're back to the bowling yeah, alley. That's where we're going to huddle back up is the bowling alley. With with the cell phone ringing and not answering oh. it. Phone's know, the dude is not happy right now. Phone's ringing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't see Donnie in this scene. No. He's not there, so who knows? He's not yet. I do like that black and blue bowling ball that, that Walter has. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Because, you know, the dude just has the black one. <laughs> yeah. And, Poor bastards. Yeah. I think, what wasn't Donnie's like a gold flake? I don't remember. Probably. That would make sense. Oh. Yeah. There's Donnie. He showed up. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm, I like doing this this way where I've got it. I just put it on fast well, forward, you know, on track twice speed. Because my mind skips around like an epileptic chicken. And, well, uh, and also, I just haven't seen it as many times. Well, there's that, too. Even though I know it fairly well, it helps me to go back and refresh my mind as we're going. Oh, yeah. And I just randomly grab shit out of the air and, and like, aha! And you're like, dude, hold on a second. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where my mind thinks. Well, that's how, you know, that's kind of how my mind goes as well. But... <clears throat> you know, moving along. Some of the shots, like where they're walking out of the bowling alley, all three of them together. Mm-hmm. Fantastic shot. Whoever, you know, whatever rig they were using on the camera. Yeah. Using the steady camera, whatever. Absolutely fantastic shot. It, 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 cinematography, you never can uh, look down on either. It's, it's, it's usually top notch. I look at a lot of things that really when I watch movies, I look at it as a filmmaker too. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Yeah. And I'm always, yeah. So I'm always trying to figure out shots, how they pulled them off, different lighting, things like that. And just that one where they walk out of the bowling alley and then the three of them stop right on the speed bump. What a fantastic shot. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, Oh yeah. This is where the, is it, isn't this where the nihilist burned the car? No, I think that's, that's later. No, on. That's, later. that's later. This is when the car got stolen. Yeah. That's when they come out. Cause they think they got them. They think, They've got the million dollar uh, ransom in the trunk, and like I, yeah. I don't know about you as much as I well I despise bowling, but insert whatever favorite activity. Uh, I'm not going to go do that and leave a million dollars in the trunk of my POS car 
in the no. parking lot. Like I'm going to secure that step one, I think, no matter where you're asking me to go. But that's just how the dude we, and Walter operate, too. We've known each other 35 years, and I never knew you hated bowling. I really don't like it. Um, yeah, I... I don't like, uh, I usually don't voluntarily go do it. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Ah, ah well. <laughs> like that was one of our, one of our sales meetings. I worked for a company based out of the Midwest for a long time and we had a, a Midwest sales meeting and that was the, that was the big grand activity in one of the times of the sales meeting. And I was like, fucking bowling. Uh, nah. So like me and one other person, we went and played in the arcade. Like I was like, I'm, I'm not. Oh, nice. I'm not gonna bowl. I'm sorry. I just don't really care for it at all. <laughs> See, when when I worked at the the heavy truck dealership, my sales manager and I would have our sales meeting every Friday at lunch. Yeah. And he would take me bowling. Yeah, exactly. Because he was like a big serious bowler, so we would go bowling and have our sales meeting there. Perfect. So I kind of learned to enjoy it, and and I tried to use it on first dates a few times, but they don't now. <laughs> well if you're like trying to you know this looks like a job for cheap field guy and come up behind her maybe you know form but whatever but, but cheap field guy can appear at any place the shooting range or pool pool is great for cheap field guy so I well would, yeah yeah we absolutely have a whole episode on how to use cheap field guy to your advantage sometime i guess but yes <laughs> yes we can so there's never an explanation why Julianne Moore is splattering paint while on a sling on a cable. Oh, she's just some weird artist chick. That's all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, and the fake British accent, my God, that's annoying. Oh, it's a pretentious white woman thing. Yeah. Yeah. It works. You know, it works for her character really, really well. Definitely. Yes. I just look, I just kind of want to hit mute every time she speaks. Yes, it's, because it's generally you know between her three and overall. Anyways, I really don't. I don't find her that good well, an actress. No, every, I don't find her attractive. Um, no, and every time she talks, it's between three and ten seconds of my life. I won't get back. Yeah. Other than that, though, I'm a big fan of her work. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but she did put log jam <laughs> yeah, on. A, you can imagine what happens next. He fixes the cable. Yeah. That's <laughs> the cable. <laughs> You mean now that that has been a big influence in my life over the last 20 odd years is how utterly to the point and direct he is like that. Yeah. Oh, I, rather I, than go for the obvious grab. Yeah. You know, he, he goes for, I don't know, he fixed the, the cable, cable, you know, and, it, and like they had that discussion they have around coitus because she says it a few times and he's like, what? And then she's talking about like porn. Like, oh, you mean coitus? You know, it's like, so that's one of my favorite parts oh. of the whole scene. Yeah. Is that banter? Uh, it just slays me. Yeah, yeah. She's she is definitely a <laughs> different duck. Let's put it that way. Good old Bunny La Jolla or whatever is <laughs> opening the door on yeah. the log jam in the porn. What a great porn name, by the way. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> then the second time he goes there, she has this other guy. Oh, who just you know giggles the entire time, and you just want to. Pretty much push him out in front of a large. He's like a. Truck. Are you familiar with John Waters, the the director? Yes, that's who that guy reminds me of. Like a very much a so. low rent, kind of knockoff, the like dollar store version of John Waters. <laughs> dollar store version. I'm gonna I'm gonna log that in my brain and use it. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't think I've ever said that out loud ever before. But 
It's yeah, so I'm logging that into the Thought Blender as we speak. Yeah. Harumph. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Harumph. <laughs> Our favorite blazing saddle sign ever, which. Yes, it gets a lot of. That's probably going to be the one and a half hour movie that's a two hour episode <laughs> yes. of this show. In fact, maybe we should just commit to it right now next time we do blazing saddles. Oh, man. That would be great. That, yeah, that might. That might have to be. Yeah. Well, we haven't really hit a Mel Brooks movie yet. We haven't, and there's a lot. There's a lot to go through on that. Well, yeah. there's several. I wouldn't say it that way. I'm not a, I don't like everything he did. I like a lot of it, though, for sure. I like most of it. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't watched... Oh, my gosh. I haven't watched Young Frankenstein or... <laughs> it's Frankenstein, which I love. by the way. Yes. Oh, but I haven't watched High Anxiety probably in 30 years. Yeah, I haven't either. Or... You know the didn't he do the producers again, or something of that sort? Did he do that? The movie? Did he do that? He might have. He might have. I don't know, but that was all right. But anyway, yeah, it's, he's got some good ones. He's got some. Some I haven't. There's a reason I haven't seen High Anxiety in thirty some years. Didn't really care for it. So yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> yeah, I love how animated the Big Lebowski is when he's in his uh, when he's in his limo. You know, oh, his little arms are just going just, all over the place. Hey, there's a beverage here, man. Like. Here, man. Boyo says that and, well. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great one. I I can visualize that right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just knowing the guy <laughs> as well as we do. In the now, certain things have like come to light and shit, you know, like or whatever he says. Just like, yeah, certain new information, man. <laughs> Pretty much anytime you speak slowly and put "man" at the end of it, people know who you're, you're channeling. You're, you're getting your dude on. Yeah. Yeah, you are getting your dude on. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they so we were at the spot where they they he gets out of one limo and gets crammed right into another one. The Lebowski's looking for answers because uh, they didn't get the money or or whatever, right? Is that where we're at? Yeah, and he doesn't have his girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not back. Didn't get the money. What the hell's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think is going on? <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then we go straight to the diner after that, which is another. Oh, because great... they, they got the toe in the limo, right? Is that right? Yes. Yes, that's because that's one of my favorite. Uh, and only later is the, it is the, is the diner. Yeah. Yeah, and only later, back at the diner again, yeah. is it revealed where the toe came the from? Actual, like, you want a toe? I can get you a toe. I get you a toe by three o'clock. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's not difficult to get a toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then. Another left turn for Walter. You know, like, the Supreme Court has resoundingly ruled. <laughs> like, oh God, I'm Walter, just shut him up. To be quiet, man. Like <laughs> the dude just leaves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, whatever, I'm done. Yeah, and you've got the you know this diner is actually I love it just because it's your classic American street side diner. Oh yeah, like probably built in the 50s or 60s, probably only updated for cracked upholstery. When necessary, when, like somebody cuts themselves in a pair of shorts, I'd be curious how many movies that diner's been in. God, I had to been in the dozens. Yeah, it's so cool. It's been everywhere, <laughs> but that's just that you know, it's that classic American diner. You yeah. can't help but love it. Like, I can in smell fact, that you kind of right like I'm getting hungry. I can smell that place. There's next time you come out to Reno, we've got one of those. I got to take you to it because it's where you sit at the counter like this. And the cook is right in front of you making your food. Oh, nice. <laughs> You're watching the guy make it. 
Outstanding. And you know it may not be clean, but at least it's heated up enough. It's going to be good. It'll make it dirty. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to kill the germs. <laughs> and the poor, you know, the poor old waitress that I'm going to have to ask you to leave is, again, classic American waitress. Like this, yeah, dictionary, you know, yeah, crappy diner waitress. She's probably top two, top two, top three. Yeah. But everything, even the fixtures, everything else. Now, you know, so the dude's sitting there. You know, wheezing on a roach in the bathtub. <laughs> How in the hell did they think to drop a ferret in there? With him? You mean, yeah. what is it, a qualit, a aquatic marmot or whatever they're called? They're yeah, marmot, <laughs> ferret, they're all ranger? the same yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, the Nihilus breaking now. Like, that's when he's like, hey, man, like, this is a private residence, man. <laughs> it took me three times of watching it, too, to figure out that one of the Nihilists is Flea. Yes. Yes, from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He, he yeah, finally, a, I'm looking. I'm going, hey, that's Flea. It's so good. Yeah, he does such only a Only one job. guy. Yeah, only one little guy has that much of a gap between his front teeth. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Those guys aren't growing on trees. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, they found the car. You know, but, hey, at least they didn't take the tape deck or the Credence. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> I love how the Credence shows up so many times. And then he's listening well, to it. That's, oh, it's just, because I love Credence, for one. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Credence? Actually, I would say John Fogarty is probably one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Oh, jealous to hear that. Yeah, that would have been awesome. It was. Yeah. Abs- and he, actually, again, sidebar, off-ramp here. During that concert, it was right after he got the rights back to oh, be sweet. able to perform his yeah. Creedence stuff again. So he brought out the old clock covered amp that he recorded all that oh, with. Damn and the gold top Les Paul that he recorded all that stuff with. And it sounded hmm. amazing. Yeah, that would be epic. I took my mom for Mother's Day, and she just smiled the whole time. You've done well, sir. Like, these are the best songs ever, yeah. You've done well. Yeah. But on the, you know, on the music end, I do love the... When he's in the uh, taxi cab, I hate oh, the fucking no, eagles. That's one of the. Now buddy, I love the yeah, eagles, so but I. I've used that line so many times. My buddy Kurt and I, if, if we're listening, it's and take the eagles, eagles come out, on, place in. You say it. It's just, it's just the law, man. You have to say it. <clears throat> or you can just take eagles out of the sentence and put in whatever. Well, it there's is that you too. Just yeah. Like. yeah, totally. Which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's great too. Like, but yeah, more I mean, into just, another one. <laughs> that line right there, I hate them fucking eagles exactly. it's it's the absolute conviction with which he says it and the cab driver is and the pissed. cab driver's conviction of that i love the eagles get the fuck out of my cab <laughs> gone like both sides are true there's those people that love those eagles like that and people that hate the eagles yeah. too. <laughs> you ever notice that walter and the dude always have either a beer or a drink mm-hmm. and donnie always has a soda yeah and Donnie does not smoke. Nope. Yeah. He's like the straight guy of the three, and yet the one that dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? 90% of people that watch this have already seen I it. hope so. I sure hope yeah. so. Yeah. I, and, I, just, and, I love the, the nihilist when they drop the marmot or whatever he calls it in the bathtub. And then the, the debriefing he gives Walter and Donnie at the bowling alley again is just hilarious because it's like so walter he's like making shit up trailing off at the end the dude's what are you a park ranger now like it's you a park ranger and then and then and then sam shows back up yeah how random is that yeah you know the balladeer comes back in 
That's one thing in the Dukes. We never really saw Waylon. No, exactly. That's why it was so uh, – this always struck me as different and so odd when he – not only is he the, the narrator, but he shows up in the movie. You th- At least you think that he's there, really. You don't think the dude's imagining it. but Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially when the dude looks at him and says, hmm, yeah. I wonder if I was going to see you again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, oh, you think I'm going to miss the tournament? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't quite do Sam Elliott justice. <laughs> That's so but... funny. I love this him. Yeah. And then the weird de- degrees of connectivity because, like, Jackie Treehorn was the evil dude in Roadhouse, and Sam Elliott was in that, too. You know? Yeah. So it's like that always cracks I, me up. Yeah. Cause I remember watching it the first time going, wait a minute. The only other thing I've ever seen that guy in is Roadhouse. Yeah. He's that guy. Yeah. There's a lot of good lines from that movie, Brad, too. Brad Wesley, or whatever his name is, I think. <laughs> Yes, Brad Wesley. <laughs> There's a tremendous amount of hurts, don't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a smile. Yeah, exactly. God damn, that hurts, don't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, he just really enjoyed doling out that ass whooping. That was beautiful. Oh, uh, <laughs> movie jumping. That's that's probably what we should have named this. Movie jumping. <laughs> <laughs> you like, what the hell? Yeah, it's uh, it's worthwhile. It's worth hanging on for the trip, though, kids. Oh, I know. And for an unknown reason, okay, I just paused it right here where he's talking to Julianne again. She has her weird little dollar store guy. Yes. And her mannequin, for some reason, has some shitty old white bra on it now. <laughs> like, Nothing And it's there. not like something that you would get at Victoria's Secret. This is like Sears Roebuck heavy control bra. Yeah. Uh, I think that hanging like, on nothing this thing. in her place needs to make sense whatsoever. No, it's just total random weirdness, yeah. and I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, if I got to be honest, I like her better in this role than anything else. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, she's the most tolerable because I think she, yeah, she stays in her lane, I guess you could say. Yeah, she does. That's <laughs> funny. I had that same conversation the other day with the, the nephew. He was going on about what other people were doing. I said, stay in your lane. Don't worry about what other folks are up to. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. Yeah. It's like, that's really good advice. I'm like, oh, God. Somebody thinks my advice is it's really good. It's some of the I best to... advice ever. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> what else can you do? Yeah. That'll save you a lot of pain. Yeah. So he finally goes to the doctor, and he still hasn't quite figured out why. No. Yeah, she just keeps insisting because they cracked him on the jaw when they took the, the rug back when he's laying on there enjoying his sounds of bowling. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. that makes me laugh so much, but it's just like, like that would <laughs> be like me listening to like sounds of the gun range or sounds of golf. Like I just wouldn't, yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, I, it's exactly. I'm not going to sit around and listen to, you know, the sounds of rope swinging. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I recognize that. That's uh that's Pomona 89 drag races. Yeah. I recognize that. Like, no, you're not doing that. So it's just... Actually, I probably would sit around and listening, listen to the sounds of drag. <laughs> you races. probably would. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, that, oh. that's just me. I miss drag racing. Harumph. I miss it on TV, and I miss doing it. I miss it on TV a lot. And also channeling that into on-the-ground on the energy is really good, too. Yeah. Remember that time we went down to the drag races at Boise? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. And that was fun. That was really good. We movie. got to watch that big guy roll over his 55 Chevy uh, pickup. That was unbueno. Well, it was for him. It was entertaining. It was entertaining itself for us, but yeah. 
yeah. But I need to go. To, I don't. I need to go see some top fuel runs sometime. But that's another story. Well, we need to get with Mater because he's right down the road from Sonoma. So and we get good parking if we bring Mater. So <laughs> exactly, we get the <laughs> handicap. Heck yeah! Between him and my hip, I, we've yeah. got a handicap. <laughs> down. Get fucking helicoptered in between you two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> Mater, we so like you for other reasons besides the great parking, but don't get me wrong. That's a great fringe benefit. No kidding. Oh, uh, we get out. We get out of the doctor. He's sitting here, you know, smoking a roach. He's got a beer in his hand, and then he notices the Volkswagen behind him. Oh yeah, yeah. And this is where things get good. <laughs> Goes to throw the roach out, winds up underneath, and pours beer in his lap, and then boom. <laughs> All to some awesome credence, by the way. You know, like it's just, and he's just rocking out. And then, yeah, hits that freaking dumpster. Front end comes off the ground a good three feet. And I absolutely lose it every time. I've probably broken more chairs watching that scene than probably almost anything, followed closely by when Happy Gilmore backs into the trash cans. But um, the first time I saw that, I just absolutely lost it. Every single time. In fact, I'm backing it up right now. (laughs) And I think I'm going to turn the sound on and just let it roll. Well, hang on. Let me get this thing backed up. Still waiting. (laughs) Still waiting. Still not talking. Yeah. Still not. All right. Hang on. All right, Donnie. Here we go. Whoop. All right. Hang on. (laughs) Sound on. Speakers up. I don't know whether you folks will be able to listen to it or not, but I sure hope hope it's worth the wait. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, hey, we got it's Sunday. We got nothing else to do. I don't know it's Sunday. Oh, yeah. I will bet you heard him hit the dumpster. I did not, actually. No, I did not. Damn it. No. Well, hopefully I, the... I pictured uh, it, though. Well, hopefully it'll uh, pick up on the mic, but if not, well, it oh, was... Yeah, he's just... Sorry about that. When they cut time, back you're never to gonna him get back. and, like, his freaking sunglasses are all jacked up. He's <laughs> just... Yeah, he looks a little bit dazed, totally, but he's man. still got his beer. <laughs> and the Volkswagen remembers, gone. yeah, yeah, remembers he has to get in the other, get out of the other side. And I love how too he's, he's like hitting the top of the car on beat, you know, yeah. and you, it's like gong, gong, gong. That's like one of the greatest sounds. Like when he's mashing the top of his car, that's how into the song he is. I'm like, I, dude, I get you. I love I, that part. I yeah, you get nothing but respect from me. Yeah, he's just like rocking. Oh, then mm-hmm. he's like, oh, Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then finds the homework from the kid. And... Little Larry. Yeah. Larry Little Sellers. Larry. <laughs> Which I would love to have had Larry's role because he never actually speaks a single word. I don't he just know. looks blankly. But how he held it together, I don't know. Because, you know, I love when Goodman catches up to the dude and Donnie at the dance recital. And he's talking yeah. about he's tracked Larry down, lives in North Hollywood. Who is that? By the In-N-Out Burger. You know, yeah, by the In-N-Out. Shut up, Tony. Uh, and then, you know, Arthur Digby Sellers. Those are good burgers. Uh, who? So, Brandon, you know, wrote 100 and some episodes. And then my favorite, this is my single favorite line of the entire movie. Bulk of the series. Like. <laughs> the bulk of the bulk series? Bulk of the series, man. Uh, and, and again, my buddy Hendrix, that's one of, probably one of his best drop-ins in any times is bulk of the series, dude. Um, but I don't know why it's like his eyes light up. Like he is just so excited about that. And it's so simple, but that's, that's definitely one of my favorite lines, the entire movie. 
bulk of the series. Well, probably because at no other point in the movie do you really find out outside of bowling what Walter likes. True. Yeah. So you're getting, a, it, you know, you're peeling a layer I of think the that's onion a back great right there. point is like something, Brandon, you know, it's like, it's true to him. Um, they decided to go, I like how he says it like three times in a row, we'll go press Larry, should be easy, blah, blah, blah. Donnie keeps interrupting and he goes right back and says the same thing over again. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude's kind of like the, the, trying to watch my landlord dance around like a weirdo, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and by he is a weirdo. <laughs> it's funny though. Yeah, oh. you can't discount that at all. Then they get over to the house. The guy's in an iron oh. room, and all the furniture is covered in plastic. Yes. I mean the classic. The again the the set designer Nailed. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're. Horrible looking couches covered in vinyl, <laughs> like awful, you know, covered in clear vinyl, like floral print, if I recall correctly. Uh, yes, they are. But yeah, it walks in, of course, and then the the next favorite. And a good day to you, sir. You know, that's just. Yeah. <laughs> Though I wouldn't mind having that live edge coffee table in there. Oh yeah, I like those. That's uh yeah. A good day to you, sir, is is throughout everybody's life. But I funny story. I was driving one day in my car, my work car, and it, it's when. Uh, Talk to text was still getting figured out. And so I was texting my buddy, Kurt, and our, our golf pro buddy, because we said good day to you, sir, to each other all the time. And so I decided to try that while I was driving and have my voice to text thing, you know. So I said, you know, text T-Dog and, and Kurt, uh, and a good day to you, sir. And it said, and a Canadian rooster to you. Is how because, it, of course. And I said, yeah, that's good enough. So I send it, you know. And so now... <laughs> Canadian rooster, exactly. I love that. <laughs> so on very special occasions, we will say in a Canadian rooster to you, and people obviously, <laughs> yeah, you break no clue. You, you break that, yeah, you break that out with the eggnog. Yes, you know it it's, is. it's a seasonal thing. I'm that, wearing my green dicky and my white sweater like cousin Eddie, and you know whatever the shit it was. Yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful. And a Canadian rooster to you, sir. That's when you really a sincere greeting. To a close personal friend. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. I also saw in the in the bonus features that nobody told John Goodman that they had cleared the street before he uh, broke the vet. Oh God! <laughs> like he wasn't sure how people were going to react because he didn't know if people actually knew it was going to happen. Oh yeah, because they, they did it just to mess with it. When him. they pull up to Little Larry's house, they brand new Corvette sitting out front. They think Larry. Stole the money because he stole the dude's car. And he's like, "Oh, we already said he already spent it all, dude." Like, no, I didn't spend that much. But they see this new Corvette, and that's and little Larry yeah. just stands in the window and, looking blankly. Yeah, at the him. whole time they interrogate little Larry. I love how they have the briefcase. They've got the homework they found in the Ziploc bag. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's evidence. <laughs> exactly. Holding up, you know, asking him all these questions, and then finally, Walter's like, "Well, on a plan B, I guess." You know. <laughs> Well, and earlier you mentioned Jeff just standing there with ashes all over him, just looking like I'm so pissed. Well, actually, the scene after they leave Little oh, Larry's yes. place, yes. You know, Donnie and, and, and Walter eating burgers, dude dog. has yeah. the same look, yeah. like, God damn Yeah, because Walter goes apeshit, just destroys this guy's Corvette with a crowbar. The guy comes out, takes it. Oh, sure, I'll kick your car's ass. And, of course, the dude's like, that's not his car, man. Breaks, like, all the windows that are left in the poor dude's car. I mean, it's taken a yeah. beating already. And then, yeah, I love that scene when they're driving back. No front windshield. <laughs> they got burgers, though. Nope. And the dude's just No back window. Yeah. 
And he's just like, God damn it. <laughs> it really reminds me too of a, there's one of my favorite episodes of the Simpsons when they, the car ends up in New York and they have to go get it. And they're driving home, no windshield They're behind a garbage truck. Everybody else had a great time and Homer's just ready to still snap. And there's like garbage flying in and hitting him off the face. It's, it's almost the same scene. It's so funny. Yeah. There's, there's a point where you just don't go and, and recoup it. <laughs> and that's what's so funny right here is because the dude's car is so bad. It's so far gone at this point. Oh, It's almost pointless when the Nihilus burns. Yeah, like, I like, that's one of my favorite lines. Of, they fucking killed my car, man. <laughs> fucking killed my car. I they like finally me. killed my car. One of those things. But yeah, you're like, like even the dude realizes home. that's the end, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. When he gets home and he nails the, the <laughs> two-by-four to the floor, yes. forgetting that the door opens outside. Outwards, yes. <laughs> Trips on it when he comes home that one time. <laughs> and you know, you've tripped like that. I've tripped like that. And you do. You it, don't it, see it. And it, it just takes your feet out from under you, and you go down. Because if I recall, that's after he goes to Treehorns, gets drugged, you know, gets hit in the face with a coffee mug. <laughs> And then he finally gets home and he walks in the door and trips over that, I think, is the, the whole sequence of events. Yeah, and you're that's like, the scenario. It just doesn't get any worse. Like, that is one of the worst falls you ever take in your life. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It is. Where you don't even have time to get your arms out in front of you. No, no, because it's completely unexpected. <laughs> yeah. I had one of those last year. It was right right when my, when my left hip started to get really sore. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was evening too, it was night, it was dark, because little dog took off running. And usually when she takes off running, she goes to the sagebrush and then I can't find her. Yeah. Especially not in the dark. So I went to get her and like that, right on some rocks. Oh, Falcon. Boom! <laughs> Face first. Oh. And you're already pissed because you got to go chase after the dog. <laughs> you know, I was pissed. And then a second later, I realized when I actually opened my eyes that... I missed the big dog turd by about <laughs> two inches. You're like, my face did. I'm like, well, you know, it could have been worse. I could have landed in the turd. Little blessings. Yes. <laughs> Count your blessings, son. Count them. So, yeah, we got, you know, Jackie Treehorn <laughs> making his white Russian. Oh, yeah. You should never, ever have a man you don't know or trust make you a drink with his back turned to you. Well, that, and you should never trust a man who drinks a white Russian, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, you know, unless he goes by the dude. The dude, only person can get away with it. Yeah. That is that sounds like the worst drink in the world. I've never actually had one and I have no intention of ever starting. No, I know. It, it appears to be vodka, Kahlua, and half and half, if I've uh done yeah, my research. Which is so awful. I'm, like God, how did you ever how did you ever arrive at that? Like that was like a, a barren cabinet alcoholic moment of inspiration. Like what do you yeah, got? Man? It really was. Got a little bit of vodka, this Kahlua shit somebody gives me for Christmas, and apparently, let's cut it down with some half and half I have in the refrigerator since God knows when. You're on to something here, Stephen. Yeah, I don't get it. So, No. No, I totally don't get it. I don't want to get it. Oh, yeah. It, it, there's so many cool things at Jackie's place. So, I'm trying to remember how he gets the tree horns. He gets... They come take him I again, I think. I think... Yeah, I think the... The two guys from the beginning yeah. did it. Yeah. They took him. They can bring him there. So Jackie yeah, makes him a drink. And I and love this when he's is on where the we, phone. What were we saying? Oh, I was just going to say where we get to what condition my condition is in. Yes. 
Yeah. And leading up to, you know, so Jackie's writing something on the phone. The dude thinks he's going to be all super spy and run <laughs> over and like do the pencil thing when you draw on the pencil to see. Yeah. You do a rubbing. Yeah. To see exactly. That's it. A rubbing to see what the, the note is. And it's just like some dude with a big dick. Like that's what Jackie drew. <laughs> <laughs> so the dude still has it in his pocket though. I think that's the funny thing about it. It's like, I still got it. Yeah, the detail. Like, why would you? Like, it doesn't really add anything to the movie. I just think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> well, neither does Saddam. Yes, out so random in the, in the yeah, because Jackie drugs the dude and he does a great face plant on the coffee table and and yes. then goes into full dreamscape. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they saw the song through. It wasn't like a 10 second mm-hmm. sequence and on to the next. You know, you have this whole. The dancing girls with the bowling pins on their heads. Yeah. And, uh, you know, him with his tool belt I know, on. I was just going to say, why, why I don't know. like the utility man, like Schneider, you know, from one day at a time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a random drop in for you. I don't get that. Um, unless That's he's thinking. drop in of the week. I thought maybe he was thinking like he was the porn dude to fix on a cobble. Oh. That's you know, the. I hadn't even thought about recent that. Recent epiphany. Last time I watched it that I had of that was. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, and then he has to, you know, go between all the girls' legs going down the bowling alley. And and they said in the extras that his, like, Jeff's wife and kids were there that day. Yeah. He's like, oh, thanks. And, and then that they'd all, um, during the rehearsal at one point, anyways, all the gals that he goes underneath had gone to makeup and got a merkin or a fake bush and put oh, it geez. underneath. So, like, every single one, like, he's rolling underneath and they have, like, <laughs> buckwheat and a leg lock as he's going through as they're a little like hey hope you enjoy you know so oh god which is so random like yeah but it's awesome at the it's same exactly time right yeah 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 great dream, oh. great awesome dream sequence like doesn't make any sense whatsoever good tunes and then he wakes up basically running down the street somehow is where he comes to yeah, and the Malibu police chief oh, I love him. actually takes a look at the note. Yes, that's right. The, rubbing. the only thing he has in his wallet <laughs> is basically a Ralph's card and that rubbing from the desk of Jackie <laughs> Treehorn. Yeah, that's right. And then Great we get some of the, impression. you know, I hate your jerk-off face. I hate your jerk-off name. <laughs> then he just like, like a, like a full-on knuckleball coffee mug right in the forehead. Right in the forehead. That looked painful. It does. It sounds painful. The yeah. way he throws it, though, it's like a knuckleball. It's like it just pushes it at him. Like he doesn't really wind up like Nolan Ryan. Yeah. He just swing. And that's and that's what leads us into. I hate the fucking hate yeah. the Eagles. Exactly. Yeah, because he's just got drugs, got arrested, got hit in the face, and got his ass kicked by the Malibu County Sheriff yeah. or whatever. And then they were apparently knife. Either they gave it for him, or he caught a cab right home. Yeah, um, and then. Tara goes rolling past him. Oh, yeah. Singing Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. Balls and, to the wall. And we never quite figure out <laughs> why her car is in the fountain <laughs> still running with Viva Las Vegas still playing. I noticed that, too. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. That was at least 12 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, we never quite figure that. Yeah, because in the meantime, he has to have coitus with Julianne. And I just threw up again a little bit. But, but that, that's one of the best uh, okay, spit takes ever, though. When uh, he comes, oh. they get through, and he mixes himself a rush in the course, walks back in. He's like, what are you doing, yoga? She's like, no, it increases the chances of conception. <laughs> you know? I love where he always calls it to the bartender as a Caucasian. Yes. The Caucasian, Gary? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's rocking back and forth yeah. with her knees up on her chest. What is that, yoga? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a huge yeah, fan and- of spit takes, though. That's one of my favorites. Is that one he does? It's 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 pretty good. Well, it's in five, four, three, two, spit. <laughs> and it never stops me. I mean, like the hair flopping over the front of his. Head. Oh yeah, it's. And I just thought about this too. It, it. I think it sheds some more light for him on how he really fits in the overall picture. Mm-hmm. Like, like how she describes him, basically a low life that nobody's ever going to see again or interact with. Um, and I think that kind of helps him. Like, oh wait a minute, that's that's kind of my role in this too with the big Lebowski is. Is that? Yeah, I don't need to be, you know, stepping up to bigger place in mm-hmm. life. And that's yeah. why they're talking. And that's why I, that's why they got me to begin with. Like that's really what their whole plan was. Yeah. Well, and it's again, it's that depth that you don't get when you're watching it at 19 years mm-hmm. old or 20 years old. Yeah. Even I think you could be 40, and the first time you watch it, you probably won't catch a lot of it. You will. I mean. If you heard about it, you probably will more, but I, I guarantee you, like the first time you see it, you're going to have a different opinion than the second time. Well, good, you know, perfect example. I could go watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou Now, another <laughs> Coen Brothers movie, and I would get a lot out of it when I was 26. And I watched oh. it, I went, that's dumb. Oh, and I, I love that movie to death. Um, yeah, at the time, I just yeah, didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely right. It, it, it has to, it has to, it's like a key in a lock. Like it has to hit the right spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Big Dan Teague's the name. I love Big Dan Teague. Yeah. At that point in life, too, you know, remember, well, we've met. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a tremendous well of intellect. <laughs> you know, intellectual depth, let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It's just you, with the experiences, you appreciate these things differently. That's all, I think. Yeah. That's a huge and Then we part go back it. to the nihilists and the in the restaurant and you got the chick with the, you know, her yeah. cowboy boot cut out and yeah. one toe missing. I was like, why don't you just wear some sandals or something for God's sake. And that is one very, very unattractive European woman. That whole table is just unattractive. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Let's just, it's just call it for what it is. Yes. Less than epic. No doubt about it. Just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's and the Walters, first time we've even seen her, I think in the whole entire thing, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's the first and last time, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the toe donor. Yeah. Yeah, we've got her. And then, you know, of course, Walter pulls up with his van that says Walter, whatever his last name is. Soap check. Security. Security. Soap check. That's right. Security. Like, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I'd hire this guy. Exactly right, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love the. the we, we, I miss the Shomer Shabbos, too. I don't roll on Shabbos. That. Uh, that's played a large role in what I, how I talk to my yeah. friends too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't cook. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking roll on Chavez. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog goes in there with him to. Of course. Lebowski. Yeah. Like just and they just go boil it in the house too. Like hey dude. Yeah. With the Yorkie. Yeah. <laughs> because they're nothing more manly than a Yorkie. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you must be very confident in yourself. Yeah, yes. Because <laughs> yeah, this you know like I and I. The dude kind of, I think, has this moment of epiphany to you after Bunny, or what's her name? Not Bunny, but uh, Maud leaves, too. That I'm just a pawn. You know, that's all I was to these a-holes. Yeah. Really, that's all he was. I, I, I still can't get over Walter picking up Big Lebowski and oh, dropping yeah. him on the I've floor. I've seen my 
My share of fakes, man. Yeah, I've seen a lot of spinals. <laughs> exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. The, the noises that guy makes him. He's like, yeah, he picks him up. It's just so disturbing. Yeah, Donnie Donnie's ball. I was wrong. Donnie's ball is red. Oh, okay. Kind of almost like coral colored. Oh, and I love when they first get to Lebowski's house too, and like uh, Brant's picking up clothes, and you can see Bunny in the back, like dancing naked, like running away to the pool or something. Yeah. Running to the pool. <laughs> I just passed that. <laughs> the random things I remember. <laughs> well, when they get back to the bowling alley, you know, Walter and Donnie are talking. Dude is putting nail polish on for some reason. Yeah, that's true. I, and I uh, randomly. Yeah, I don't know what. Whether he's trying to. to seal up a, a cut or what, we don't know. Yeah, it almost looked like he was like I thought when I first saw it. He was making a ransom letter or something because he's like doing. Like arts and crafts or something. I, I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah. It's weird, but it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Jesus shows up with another onesie on. Yes. And his hairnet. And his bowling buddy. That guy looks like a bowler. That guy couldn't look more like a bowler if he rolled himself down the alley. Yeah. And he's just like, that's a bowler, dude. That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never are you going to see this guy running the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Unless it's some sort of weird bowling game you play, yeah. Which funny thing is, I know a guy that lives right down the road from me. He's a highway patrolman who looks just like that guy. Oh, you're kidding me? Nope. Oh, wow. Yep. And I don't know if he's a bowler or not, but he looks like a bowler. <laughs> I'm uh, not entirely sure. Just reminded me of the random moments in, in uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Talking to my neighbor, the accountant, huge ass, probably a great golfer, you know, probably a great golfer. <laughs> oh God, the nihilist set the car on fire. Oh, it killed it, my fucking it car. Killed my fucking car, man. Like the dude finally has to admit that the car, the car's done. You know, all the stuff it's been through, still going, <laughs> and now it's dead. The beat down Walter puts on these guys is oh, fantastic. The, uh, the super sling golf or bowling ball to the chest of Flea. Like he's just... <laughs> I don't I still think Flea's not right after no, that. No, it didn't be. He's done for. Yeah. And then uh, you know, tears the ear off the one guy. <laughs> I love that. That's and perfect. And then beats the other one with the box. Yeah, the boom box because he's just, just dancing around. Tar out of me. Just... The dude's like balleting with him, and then here comes Walter. Boom box to the face. Yeah. I love that. And poor Donnie. This is where we lose Donnie. He just, and you can tell it says a lot about their relationship too. When they first they walk out, and Donnie's kind of like worried. Walter's like, "Don't, don't worry, don't worry. Just stand back here. You're okay, Donnie." And like, yeah, he totally takes care They're of like, Donnie. You, you stay in the back. Yeah, don't worry and about then, these guys. You know, in the end, hey, run in, You know, he's having a heart attack. Run in and call an ambulance. And dude gets up and runs, mm-hmm. which dude never runs. Yeah, that's very very undude, very undude. Yeah, and Walter yeah, doesn't does want to leave the, him. It yeah. definitely shows the bond. Yes, exactly. Which I think says, well, it's like it's like guys, You're like well, just like we were busting on Mater a while ago. Like, well, he's not even here for one, but like two. That's how we show we care, really. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's bad. Oh, hundred percent. Backwards as we are, like hundred percent. I'm sure one care. of us will probably get our asses spread out of a boulders can. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it may not. It may not be into the ocean. <laughs> But I just want it to blow on Mater when it happens. Well, <laughs> yes, we're going to have to figure out his favorite fishing hole in case he's the first one to kick off. Oh, we'll find something. 
I will take him to Bass Pro Shops or something in the, in the indoor one. <laughs> there you go, man. You know, you're finally had success. It's oddly poetic. Thank you, thank you. I think it's it's it how really is. it's how Mater's going to want it to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Texon. Mater would want it that way. <laughs> oh God! Sorry, we got way off of the sidetrack. But you know, someday you guys will get a chance to meet Mater. Um, until then, you're not ready. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm barely ready. I really don't. So we're scattering the ashes. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's right a, back. It's in our most space. economic receptacle. Yes. Yeah. And they go out with a Folgers. Can. <laughs> that whole awkward scene where they're at the mortuary and, and, and Walter's got his, he takes his uh, Ray-Bans on and off at least nine times. But I'm assuming this to be credit card. And he goes to hand the bill. Of course, the dude takes his hand out and then like really just pulls it back and waits for Walter to grab the bill. For, yeah. Or poor, poor, Dor- poor Donnie. Yeah. Well, I have to wonder how John Goodman's eyes were affected by this. Because I know after, <laughs> you know, an hour or so of wearing these, you know, it feels weird when I take them off. It's yeah. like I've completely readjusted to the world in yellow. And maybe that explains a lot about and Walter. I, and I take these, actually, I take these on road trips in the winter. Oh, it's great. Because when you get snow, absolutely. Yeah, when you get in a blizzard, yeah. it's really nice. I like them at and night. And I use them too, quite a bit. At night. Or some, I'm, my eyes are pretty light sensitive, like especially it. when you stop somewhere at a truck stop and you walk in, you still have them on. Nobody messes with you, <laughs> it just sends the message that this guy is not 100% on. Certainly couldn't hurt. And like that guy's wearing shooting glasses at 10 o'clock at night, okay? Then, yeah, okay, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna leave that where mm-hmm. it is, exactly. Yeah, Walter, Walter gives him the big hug after he's covered in, yeah. you know. Yeah, the, the really and he's like, oh, God, I got to do it again. Obviously morphs into Vietnam, which pisses yeah. the dude off, and then releases the ashes of Theodore Donald Carabastus or whatever his name is, and all blows right back on the dude. Just Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> you know, and then, and then we're right back where we started. We're at the bowling alley. You know, it's, oh, it's life hasn't really changed. Circle of life. Absolutely. Yeah, um, life hasn't changed. You know, the balladeer is back, Sam. Yep. I got to be honest. I did not know how in the heck we could possibly fill more than about 45 minutes with this movie. Oh, I really didn't. Uh, yeah, I had full faith and confidence in us. No problem. Cause, yeah, I, there's even things we skipped over, I'm sure, and, and didn't uh, delve into. And it's, yeah, yeah, not a problem. Oh. And as usual, I'm sure people are yelling at their phones right Guarantee now it. going, Guarantee dude, it. how could you ever forget you're being very undude or God knows what? Yeah. Your duderness. Uh, or, yeah. You know, El Duderino, if you're not in the whole brevity El thing. <laughs> and there again, that's a line. <laughs> oh, I for use. sure. If you're not in the whole if brevity thing. you're not into the whole brevity thing. <laughs> people are always like, what? I usually say it with a shorter name to you. Like, now you can just call me Bob if you're not into the whole brevity thing. And they're like, yep. Ow. Like, what's more abbreviated than Bob? Like, <laughs> I know it's wonderful. And I, I, but back to the ashes too. I love the uh, like the awkward hand gestures of talking about him surfing up the coast and like, hey, yeah. like, I don't picture Donnie surfing. Sorry, at all. Uh, but no, then just Walter's like just heartfelt, but it's it's it still has that level of awkwardness about it, which I think is really endearing. But <laughs> yes he doesn't really know what to say but he has to say something because this was his best friend yeah and then he just of course yeah 
it's so it's perfect. I love I love everything about that scene. And of course, you had to make it all into nom. Then it rolls into the nom, which yeah, is naturally because basically it's like I kind of run out of shit to say, dude. <laughs> yeah, when I run out of stuff, this is where <laughs> I'm I gonna revert back to the nom. Yeah, yeah. And about midway through the episode, I did actually put my yellow glasses back on. I just had to stay in character. I think it helps. It helps. Because you give a shit about the rules, does. right? Yeah. Because I do give a shit about the rules. <laughs> Doesn't anybody else? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, this was a great time. In it. And, you know, all said and done, we keep saying it every single week, but I really do want you guys' feedback. So, you know, hate it now podcast at gmail.com. It's simple enough. We're going to have a social media page up here soon, probably more or less an Instagram page. Yeah. I'm thinking that we can, you know, direct Facebook stuff over to or, or vice versa oh, on uh, our personal pages. But we're going to do, do more of that because we want more of you and we want more of your feedback. Absolutely. And I need to make, I'm sorry, it's hate it podcast at gmail.com. Not hate it now, just hate it podcast. Um, yeah, hate it podcast. Yeah. That's right. Sorry, I get that wrong every time. I need to just. Turn that over to you. Or uh, they make these or little things called sticky notes, too. They're pretty handy. Like, you write shit on oh. and then you can, like, yeah. put them up on things. Um, we might try that. They do have those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that. Even underlined. Yeah, I'll, be there. I'll be down. Right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> underlined it. Way to bust but in a mystery is... science 3 to 3,000. That's perfect. We have really referenced a lot of different movies this week. Dude, that's how we roll. That's, that's why we're here. Um, well, and... it's certainly... It's certainly, this is more fun than I've had doing any other sort of production. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's it mainly is. because I don't have to be good. Well, you nailed that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, uh, I don't have to be good as in being, you know, like a good kid. And also, I don't have to be good well, just, at what I'm doing. All I have to do is bullshit and just, just talk about movie life. Laugh and talk about it and, and like talk about like how it, you know, different things we think of and you know, this was like a college movie, and later on, um, I think, what year was this damn thing out in? 98? Yeah, so. Yeah. Later towards college, and then a lot more since life, really, too. I think um, we all sort of bonded over it, but uh, it's it's had, again, I think it's one of those cool movies, and we I think a lot of the ones that we talk about are this way, is as you see it at different points in your life, different things mean more, or you can relate more to them, like, when you talked about coming in the room and tripping over that, like the last time I watched it, that really hit me how all that day piled up right there. I've had those days Yeah. beforehand. It never really, I just kind of laughed like, Oh, look at that dumbass!" because he forgot the door open the wrong way. That's how I always kind of took that before. But when I've had those days we're like one thing after another, like you just a complete ball kicking all day. And then, that's how it ends up by something stupid you did earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like, that means a lot more to me now than it ever had beforehand. Well, chain of events becomes a much bigger thing in your life as you get older and you start to realize there is so many consequences and you need to be aware of what chain of events you could be setting off by doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. And had, you know, had, there actually been money in the briefcase had he not taken Walter. It would have been a quick, easy payday. Exactly. <laughs> hey, the dude is back in business. <laughs> and yeah. Like, why? Like, that's a great point. Like, if he wouldn't have said a word and just done it, and then, you know, but that's not, that's not the relationship they had. But how different would it should have been? Like, if, if it would have worked right for one, if the money would have been in there, um, all these things, if he could have got it back and, and 
whole movie is just uh, that crazy series. It's yeah, it's just how things add up, and it's a really wonderful representation of that. I think, and it's all over a rug. Seriously, it is all over a rug, and somebody <laughs> pissed on it. <laughs> at least he's housebroken, man. Like, yeah, at least I'm housebroken, man. <laughs> oh, this is a private residence, man. <laughs> and you know, you know, if we don't say this, we're going to get hate mail. The dude abides. The dude abides. We left that line out. Yeah. I said the Micah and, abides. Uh, yeah, but we never did say uh, the dude abides because yeah. that's well, you, you have never, to just sum it up in like one sentence because that's what they go through all this crazy shit. And like you said, they end up back at, at the bowling alley. Like that's their and center. That's probably the most famous line of all of them out of that. Mm-hmm. And yet it was never uttered until the very end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the very, very end when he's walking away from Sam Elliott. He's like, well. And Sam, you know, yeah. the dude abides. The dude abides. Yeah. Yeah. I think it uh, abides by what? You don't really know. Just by life and by being the dude. The dude abides by the dude. You know, it's. Yeah. What more do you need? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Like Sam says, it's, it's almost good to know he's out there. <laughs> you don't know really yeah. why, but you're just good to know that there's. That good to know there's. Running around. Dang right. <laughs> well, we had a great time here. Oh, man. And, uh, One of my favorites, we're gonna, for sure. Oh, without a doubt. But we're going to have to hit the road. I want you to join us next week. We're going to have another good one. Um, hopefully here one. soon we yeah. can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Hopefully sometime soon we can have another guest come on. Oh, yeah. That was great. I and, uh, uh, I got a chance to listen to that that very same day when I was driving back from my meeting. And uh, I got a chance to listen to that. That was awesome. Uh, Brett did a great job. You did a great job. Um, that was really cool. I didn't have to do shit. You were like riding he on was, the back of the tandem bike. Somebody had to keep yeah, he was, but yeah, he was, was so well prepared. I just it was it made my job awesome. Easy. It was really well done. I, I yeah, I think it was great. Oh, people appreciated that. Thanks to Brett too again for. I hope so, and I hope some of you people went out and bought his book too. Yeah, I really so, do recommend it. I read the crap out of that thing in like two sittings. I was done. I'm, uh, I'm starting it again. Yeah, I think it's really good. And so I think that's something to keep in mind. Is like It's not just about movies. This is just about how literature and, and movies and life all kind of play together and end up in our world, really. And, and uh, hope. Well, we could, even, we could even say music because we oh, included for sure. the Fogarty concert, too. Yeah, music, <laughs> movies, TV. I, I think it's just all these forms of other communication, I, I think would be how I'd put it, besides like normal people have a conversation. Um yeah. This is where we just we go. We just have fun with everything. So yeah, yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for tolerating us for well over an hour. <laughs> and uh, you know we're looking forward to doing this again next week. So be sure to join us. And-